there's a lot that goes into this, right? So I'm part of a larger team. And what I wanted to do when I first set out to do this, there were some things that I was going to be curious and be a builder for. And there were other things that, you know, I would rely on other organizations' expertise. And that's actually how I found uh, Belfler uh, Technologies. So Belfler is a consulting partner on the AWS side. And they also have this expertise in things like Lambda service delivery, QuickSight service delivery, and the well-architected program. So those things were critically important to me to not only get those things right, uh, but to also have like a scaling partner. And so I've relied on, on their insights as well uh, to help to build out uh, some of the things that we're doing. Are you using AWS Marketplace, but you're looking for a way to deeply visualize your data and have some insights? Well, I have the tool for you. It's called CloudSmart. And CloudSmart Insights allows you to view not only your current data, but your historical data. With machine learning for data and revenue profits, reporting capabilities integrated into your favorite CRM tool, and so much more. Now you don't have to go to QuickSight to do it, but it's integrated using their awesome and cool features. Joining me today is Trey Vance, Principal Marketplace Architect from CloudSmart. Please join me in welcoming Trey to the show. Trey, thank you so much for joining me. John, thank you very much. Glad to be here. So Trey, you and I worked at AWS around the same time. What was your role at AWS? So I actually had a couple of roles at AWS. I was one of those people that was always insatiably curious. So I actually started as a technical account manager, a TAM, that allowed me to see some of the technical issues of really implementing some of the technology. And then I transitioned into a solutions architect where I covered storage. I have a bit of a storage heritage. Uh, one of the things you might see back there is like a NetApp uh, Innovator Award. So I did some storage stuff. And then I moved into DevOps, moved into security, and finally, all of that kind of came together and worked on an APN program uh, with a couple other uh, people, but we ultimately created a new APN program focused on security partners and things like compliance. So when you think of like HIPAA and FedRAMP and all that kind of wonderful stuff back in the day, uh, that's what I did. Trey, I'm going to have some security questions for you later in the show. <laughs> I'll, I'll put you on the spot. All right. So Trey, you're a repeat entrepreneur. Can you talk about some of your accomplishments? Yeah, um, I have seen firsthand what innovation does at CloudScale, right? So I've done things from email and collaboration environments, virtualizing environments, storage environments, uh, even very early backup as a service. And, and what I found was interesting about that was I saw this emerging technology many years ago called S3 and just the power of the continual AWS price reductions. Um, but, you know, I, I've always been curious about things and I wanted to see how they work. And the best way to do it is, you know, every five to 10 years, you need to start a company uh, because it's a lot easier the next time you do it than the first time. You know, like if you, if you started long enough ago, uh, you will remember mailing things in and, contacting a lawyer, all of those things are simplified. They're all delivered to us now 
basically as a service. And so it gets easier. The bar to creating a business gets lower and lower. Running one, that's a different story. So Trey, today we're talking about AWS Marketplace and how to be cloud smarter and understand the relationship of your data. Did you like that pun? Uh, I loved it. All right, I figured I'd throw it in there. I didn't want you to know about it ahead of time. Before we get to being cloud smarter, Trey, let's talk about AWS Marketplace. What is it? AWS Marketplace is a way that, you know, buyers and sellers can interact with each other, leveraging all the goodness of uh, the simplification of the AWS bill, uh, being able to engage with a variety of different solution types. Uh, but at its simplest, it's a way to find uh, software and solutions, to be able to purchase with a lot less friction than doing it in other means, and being able to deploy and, in some cases, support those solutions all based on your AWS bill. So it's a really a way to be able to accelerate your engagement with a lot of great ISVs, consulting partners, um, you know, independent entrepreneurs. It's a way to engage and do that all within the context of you know, AWS best practices, uh, to be able to have some kind of curation and be able to have like a continual engagement. I want to let you know, just a little side thing, is that AWS Marketplace is very simple and easy to use and a lot less friction. And what I mean by that is I actually just listed one of my services on AWS Marketplace. Fantastic. I did not. I It, it only took me like two days between actually getting it up there, talking with support to make sure I had the right information. So the less friction is really unique for everybody because it's one of the driving factors for adoption. Now, Trey, I want to talk about Cloud Smart, because how does Cloud Smart work with AWS Marketplace? I mean, what, what is the relationship there? Sure. So we are, so I have to, uh, you know, put this disclaimer out there. We're an advanced software partner. Uh, we are, we have a validated solution. Uh, what we're doing is we're doing a deep dive on your uh, revenue recognition, your sales operations, the way that you actually go to market and give you uh, kind of insights, another pun there. I don't know if that one worked as well as yours, but we give you insights into what you're selling, who you're selling to, and the ways that it's being adopted in the broader marketplace. So is it helping us understand our data a little bit more or a real in-depth into the data? Yeah, absolutely. So you know, I think of it this way, right? Like there's data, there's stuff that AWS will provide to you. And then there's information. There's like the actionable, uh, the things that you can do with it. So for us, we're turning all that data into something that's actionable. So you can see on a map, you know, where your customers are. And so for some sellers, that's important because they may know then how to do go to market in a particular region. If the vast majority of my sales are in California, I may either want to engage with more events that are happening in California. I may want to, uh, you know, have an office or I may want to have, you know, a focus in that particular region. I'm also seeing things in data sometimes where you may have a particular product that's really popular and it might not be the one you think. Uh, and that's a way for you to just really dig in. So we're empowering organizations with new information about what they're selling in the marketplace based on both things that are publicly available and things like private offers or uh, consulting private offers, which are things that 
you may have as a software company that are sold by another organization. So just other ways for you to really get at that information and to make it you know, tangible and to accelerate some of those deals in the marketplace. So you're providing deep insights, how do you like that, uh, into the information. You're much but... better at that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I try, but you have a map feature. Now I think the map feature is a differentiating factor for CloudSmart because like you indicated, a product or service that might be selling, you know, potentially maybe it's on the West Coast, right? And you only have one seller or a manufacturer on the West Coast and you want to, but you need to increase it. You don't know that. You can try to pull all this data and correlate it, but I think the map, as simple as it sounds, is very powerful to kind of show you what's selling and how well it's selling. Yeah, I, action and knowledge help you to attain your results, right? So uh, in our case, the map feature, things like doing year over year, month over month, those are things that aren't technically even in the data they're things that are inferred. And so that's where our expertise in the business intelligence, our expertise in, you know, thankfully being in these situations where we learn from being entrepreneurs and being out there and engaging with customers and feedback. Those are the ways that we can help to improve the experience overall for these sellers that are in the marketplace. All right, so CloudSmart is allowing this visualization. And I wanna talk about, what about AWS QuickSight? Uh, yeah. I, how is how is that different from using it? Yeah. Um, so it's enriched, right? So QuickSight is a is a business intelligence tool, uh, and we're like the master carvers, as it were, using that tool. Uh, so in a lot of cases, QuickSight uh, is a really great tool. It's very compelling. It has, um, you know, it's a serverless, fully managed solution, so it'll scale up scale down and I don't even have to think about it. So, so no one has to think about, oh, okay, well, what's the endpoint access for this? Or how does it integrate with all these other tools? In that way, you know, QuickSight helps us to solve a problem. Uh, and then what it does is it allows us to create a lot of different views for the customers based on uh, you know, their feedback. So if you're experiencing you know, unique activities in the marketplace and you want to dive deeper, that's the tool. That's the tool that we, that's our stone, that's our uh, chisel. So in, in that way, QuickSight is a very good tool for us to, to use and then use on behalf of customers to, to give them new insights and create new content. Troy, let's talk about some of the other capabilities of CloudSmart. You have the map feature, you're allowed to visualize not only current and historical data services, but what type of granular controls do I have? So there's lots of things that we can do. Um, one of the things that we can do is based on your role within your organization, uh, how much of that data that you're able to see. Uh, so you may have some uh, product teams that want to see specific elements like returns or refunds, or you may have a finance team that wants to see things like disbursements or invoices you can actually segment all of those different uh, user types and personas uh, and also you know, things per salesperson. So if you have uh, Jane and John, they can see separate information within their dashboards. And then you can have those executives that might have that top line view of everything that's going on in the business. So we can get really granular um, for our customers. 
How is Cloud Smart helping me make educated business decisions throughout my company, my product, or services that are being offered throughout the marketplace? So I'll give you an example, and this kind of ties into one of the functions of AMIs or Amazon machine images in the AWS marketplace. There's a lot of different ways that you can uh, buy those, right? You can buy them upfront, annual, hourly, and all of those may be different SKUs for you. So if you have a product that's AMI driven, and then you're seeing a lot of consumption of the monthly product. So a monthly product is something that I can pay a fixed price, but consume as many instances of it as I want. But you may not know that, or you may not see how compelling it is without using something like CloudSmart Insights to be able to view that and say that, hey, the top three products that I have are all monthly. I may be putting all these different SKUs out there or these different listings, but these are the most popular. So that's actionable. So that means now I can say, okay, well, my customers for my tool set prefer to buy things that they can run a lot of instances of. And then maybe the follow-on to that is, well, why, right? So there are a lot of ways that I could then use that information to make something actionable. I could uh, curate some type of a, a nurturing campaign with those customers. Uh, I could even change some of the hourly or the annual pricing uh, to make that more compelling. So those are just some of the things that I could do just by observing that. You know, it's, it's funny, like you don't have to explain observability anymore in the context of, uh, of machines and their technology, but observability on the business side is very important too. So those are the things that really allow us to get sharper in what we're selling so that we can increase those deal sizes or provide a, an additional value to the customer. Trey, you just talked about a high value for CloudSmart, not only from the visualization of AMIs, but on the sales team and on the marketing team where you're talking about that AMI. And I like the campaign that you said, oh, listen, you know, we might want to do a campaign around these AMIs and offer them in a yearly fashion, cheaper, make it compelling to actually utilize it. Now we've had them subscribe for 12 months versus one month. So it's great. I don't actually think that data is available to visualize within the AWS console on how often an AMI is being used or utilized. So uh, there are everything in AWS. There's like 20 ways to do the same thing, um, but there, there, it's a lot of effort, right? So anyone who's ever looked at a cost and usage report and gone down that FinOps road with AWS knows that there's a, tremendous amount of data in there. Some of it is, is uh, relevant to you immediately and some of it over the long term would have been really good to know that. So th th there are some very painful ways to do it from that perspective. One of the strengths of the marketplace is that some of that consumption data is there. And so what we do is we take that consumption data or things like uh, free trial data um, and we're able to bring that information to you in the form of an insight. So all the data is available, it's just utilizing the data and displaying it in a way that's useful to the end customer. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why we like to hear from anyone who's in our customer advisory council, we wanna hear from you. So we're building our product roadmap, we're building all these features, not from some great power that we have, 
but from actually listening to, to you all. So that's why we do what we do. Uh, and we wanna be as customer centric as uh, you know, AWS or, or more, right? So even more customer obsessed. Um, but the way you do that is you put your best effort out there and then you, you glean that feedback from the customer who says, no, in my business, I really need it to be this way. And then we can go out there and figure out the best way to accomplish that. Or we come up with something better in between just by listening. All right, Trey, let's talk about the setup or integration with CloudSmart. What does a kickoff look like and how long does it take me to get set up utilizing it? So it's a pretty straightforward process, highly automated, thankfully. Uh, but essentially what happens is an organization would either you know, contact us directly or they would go to the AWS marketplace where they can find the CloudSmart set of solutions. Uh, from that point, uh, there's a couple of things that happen, right? We're a, an organization that believes in the digital HQ. So we're heavily driven by Slack. An organization would, would subscribe to our marketplace listing. They would get instructions to join a Slack community that will be specific to them. And then from that point, we're gonna do an onboarding session uh, because there are some, uh, some data elements that we would want to collect. But after that, about 24 hours later, you see all the data in your reports. All right, so 24 hours later, let's just say it, it takes about 24, 48 hours to get set up, or is it like a week time? And then in a week, I still can view and see all my historical data? Yeah, so it's, uh, it's about 24 hours to get set up. You would then see not only your current data from like the previous day, but you would see all the data back to whenever you started your marketplace journey. So there may be things that, you know, as a seller today, who's not using CloudSmart Insights, you may gather about things that you've sold in the past. Oh, so now I can make educated business decisions from my past that will affect the future of it. So if the data is available and you started your marketplace journey, say a year ago, the data is still sitting there. When I say sitting there, where is it hosted? Where's the data at? Yeah, so most of the marketplace data is going to sit in an S3 bucket. Uh, and so once we have either access to that or we create a new one for you, um, then that data will start to be enriched and ultimately presented in something like, like QuickSight. Is the S3 bucket visible within my AWS account when I set it up? Does it say like, you know, my account marketplace or is it a hidden button bucket that's available to me that's readily accessed? Uh, it's something that you would have to create, right? Okay. So uh, a lot of our technology depends on either the customer having that set up or us having to do that for them. So kind of either way, uh, from what I understand, not a lot of organizations use the analytics uh, that can be provided. And so what we'll have to do is we'll have to set that up for you. Now, is there a way for us to retrieve historical data by AWS on it? Or is that data not available into the bucket set up? I mean, like I'm talking about, uh, yeah, yeah, we can do a one-time export of your data. It's housed here. Here's the request. We'll drop it in the bucket and now I have it available. Yeah, so it, it is uh, historicalized data. So once you commit to using that uh, S3 bucket, 
then your historical data will come back all the way to the beginning of you oh, using nice. Yeah. Okay, real quick, can you give folks that are listening to this maybe how to set this up that they can do it now so when they contact you, they're already ahead of the game? Yeah, and I don't know that it would matter too much, but um, there is something that's called the seller data feed. Uh, and so we can put probably put a link in somehow. Uh, but uh, they can use the seller data feed. Uh, that'll get them started. And then when we would come in, that will enrich all of that information and provide you all those actionable insights. Nice. Trey, what type of integrations are capable for CloudSmart using maybe my existing CRM tools? So it's interesting. So you're touching on a little bit of what's on our roadmap, what's under our active development, actually. Uh, but there are, there are two... Uh, CRMs that we're focused on today. And that's Salesforce and HubSpot. And so what we've done is we've actually created uh, APIs for integrating with those particular uh, CRMs. And I suppose more are available in the future based on uh, customer feedback. But uh, today we're focused on those two. And what that would allow is all of this information that we have curated to be placed into Salesforce or HubSpot. And so this is where it kind of gets interesting. Many an organization has built their business on Salesforce, have built their businesses on HubSpot. They're doing the nurturing campaigns for marketing. They're doing the sales analytics. And now you would have all of this information from the AWS marketplace where you're transacting, you would have that in your CRM. So your enterprise CRM would now have insight into what is happening inside of um, you know, an opportunity or a deal, depending on the terminology that you use based on your CRM, um, but it completes that, that cycle, right? So I may be an individual seller, and as an individual seller, I may be working with a preferred customer. Nine times out of 10, I am curating a, a deal or an opportunity within my CRM. Now I will have transaction details for when that gets transacted in AWS Marketplace. So if I'm using Marketplace as a channel, that information will come back to my enterprise application. So now I can do closed one, closed loss. I can know where these opportunities are or when revenue is derived. And I can even uh, assist that customer at points where they may get stuck because I can nurture a subscription in such a way that I can actually say, like, this is a helpful video. This is a, uh, a helpful piece of documentation. Have you tried this? So there's lots of ways that, you know, we may build the first couple of floors of that new uh, Skyrise, but then HubSpot and Salesforce and others will build the rest of those floors. So those are the types of integrations that we're both actively working on and we intend to deliver to our customers. The term shift left has been used numerous times, but in this case, what you're doing and you're building the foundation and you're allowing developers to integrate and tack on top of your foundation, pulling the data from the APIs and integrated it already into Salesforce. So I've seen the interface for CloudSmart and the data and how it's visualized. Do you see that being pulled into Salesforce and being visualized within their CRM tool? 
or do you see them utilizing the actual you know website for CloudSmart to visualize the data? Yeah, so it's going to actually happen one of three ways. Um, the first one is the visualization. Like since our visualization is based on QuickSight, we can actually embed it into any third-party uh, application. So if you have a line of business application, we can embed the solution there. The solution can also be used standalone. So if you don't have those tools, but you still want to analyze your, your revenue, uh, your actionable insights into your customers, you can do that standalone through our app. And then if you, for whatever reason, didn't want to use our visualization because you had a foundation in uh, Power BI or Tableau or some other tool, uh, or even an open source tool, uh, you could use our APIs to get data similar to what we're enriching and what we're presenting in our visual. You'll be able to use that uh, to build your own uh, reports. I think that that route is more challenging because you'll have to build what we've already built. So you're reinventing the wheel, but there is a place where maybe those APIs are part of a greater workflow. If you have a machine driven workflow, uh, it would make a lot of sense to use the APIs for the machines and to use the visualization for your people. Trey, as an advanced partner, security is top of mind for me. What type of access do you need for my marketplace data? And do you need access to my AWS account or what's that, or even my CRM tool? Yeah, so we don't necessarily need that data or we don't need that access. Uh, what we're doing uh, is we are getting a, a read access to a bucket. So that typically is an organization that's doing like a cross-account access. Uh, we're using things like external IDs. One of the great things about our partnership with AWS is that we actually went through what's known as a foundational technical review. So we went through the AWS best practices for configuration of third-party SaaS into uh, customer environments. And then we also have now a validated software solution. So our CloudSmart Insights, for example, is a validated technology solution, which got us into the validated software tier uh, and, and made us the advanced partner that we are today. So uh, for a lot of the things that we did, security was top of mind. I come from a security background with things like uh, government security and compliance. So it was just natural for me to want to do that first before we even introduced the product to the market. Nice. I like the security aspects that you've outlined and that the minimal amount of permissions that are needed are required for or not direct access. So Trey, I want to talk a little bit about some of the machine learning capability of CloudSmart. And I want to know, are you able to forecast the data or forecast what's potentially, you know, about to sell or could sell and how accurate is that data? Yeah. So, um, I think that that's one of our key differentiators as well, is that we provide business reporting and part of that business reporting is a revenue forecast. The way that works is it's machine learning driven. So the more data you have about your sales, the, the transaction volume that you have, if it's sufficient, it's gonna be really good. Like no one can tell you if you're going to definitively sell, uh, you know, a million dollars a month. But if you're already selling about a million dollars a month and you were 
uh, consistently seeing some form of growth, what the machine learning uh, algorithm will do is it'll, it'll make it uh, you know, high and low and the average prediction. And it's within eight to 10% in a given month, right? So, you know, eight to 10% is pretty good. Uh, the farther out you go, the more unwieldy it looks, right? So it's kind of like weather tracking. Like I was just about to say, it's yeah. like the weather. It's predicting yeah. really close within a month. But if you go too far out. That's right. Yeah. yeah, you go three months out on the weather forecast. There's no idea. Like, <laughs> oh, it's winter. It might snow. I better oh, bring okay. a jacket, a raincoat, and some shorts. <laughs> that's right. But uh, yeah, that's one of the things that we do. And it's, it's really interesting to see. Uh, those spikes in new business. Let's say you go out there and you win a really big deal. It'll get reflected in the, the AI, the, the ML model, I should say. It's not AI, it's ML. But uh, it'll get reflected in there. And that's a really cool feature. So one of the things that you'll see is you'll see the actual revenue that's being um, reported and then you'll see a forecast in the same insight. So there's one insight that says, these are your actuals, and then your actual will start to overlap with the predictive model. So they'll, they'll actually be the same, and then they'll, they'll fan a little bit. And, and so that'll give you a good idea of where you're going. Trey, you indicated the reporting of it. What type of reporting capabilities does CloudSmart have? So inside of insights, there's a number of things you can do. Every one of the individual insights, one of the, the, the individual narratives, you can actually export those. So you can export those to CSV, Excel, uh, et cetera. Um, and then we have the APIs, which will allow you to do the queries and export those as well. So lots of ways to extract value from the things that you're seeing. And then it may be even for these partners that are leveraging things like the uh, ACE program within AWS, like it's a way for them to take what they've seen. I've sold, you know, X amount. And now I'm going to put that into uh, this opportunity detail to, to better their relationship with the uh, AWS APO, the, the partner organization. Trey, do you have any capabilities now, or is it on the roadmap for the integration with CloudSmart into ACE for maybe a bi-directional or kind of an update, or is that currently, like, do you have to manually go do that based off of what's predicted? So today you have to do that manually based off of what's actually reported, right? Yep. So your reports are no more than a day old. So you have day, you know, one day actionable information. So if you made a large transaction, one of your direct sellers or one of your partners sold something that was significant and you already had an ACE opportunity, you can go into ACE and, and manually put that in. On the roadmap though, um, there is a plan to have the integration with ACE as part of the feature set. So that way, as a marketplace seller, you can go full circle. You would extend things like private offers, you would transact that private offer, for example, that would show up in our reporting and insights, and then that would be reflected in ACE. So that way, both sides of the AWS partner organization can understand your value in the AWS ecosystem. 
Try, I'd love to understand how are you able to accomplish so much in such a short amount of time with CloudSmart and customers, not only within AWS, but for professionally? There's a lot that goes into this, right? So I'm part of a larger team. And what I wanted to do when I first set out to do this, there were some things that I was going to be curious and be a builder for. And there were other things that, you know, I would rely on other organizations' expertise. And that's actually how I found uh, Belfler uh, Technologies. So Belfler is a consulting partner on the AWS side. And they also have this expertise in things like Lambda service delivery, QuickSight service delivery, and the well-architected program. So those things were critically important to me to not only get those things right, uh, but to also have like a scaling partner and so I've relied on, on their insights as well uh, to help to build out uh, some of the things that we're doing. I love how you keep using the word insights and added it in. It's like one of those things that you just can't get away from and don't worry, your puns are working. Well, you know, as a dad, like it just, <laughs> it becomes ingrained in what you do. It's like, oh, dad jokes just, they come from inside and then <laughs> spew out. My deep insights and <laughs> yeah. uh, so Trey, let's talk a little bit more about Cl uh, CloudSmart and some of the capabilities. And I want to understand really, is it a high touch, a low touch type of capability? Do you offer sales assistance? Uh, you know, what about partners? How am I selling this? How do I work with it? Yeah. So all of those things. So we have something, and you know, AWS people, anyone with deep insight has heard the term map, right? So, uh, but we have something that we call a map because this is really a map to revenue, not uh, a migration acceleration program. But what we have is a marketplace acceleration program. There's a lot to working with the marketplace. There is the idea if you build it and list it, people will come, but there's also the idea of gee, I got to nurture uh, these customers. I have to build an awareness of the things that are out there. So those are some of the things that we uh, advise our customers on, especially when we're saying that we want to help you with your revenue data. We want to help you with your, your sales data and build insights into all of that. The only way you can do that is if you have that experience yourself. And if you're, you're willing to work with your customers on helping them to do better. Because if they do better, they're gonna see a lot more value in what it is that we're providing as well. So those are that's part of the onboard process. It's part of our uh, customer success initiatives where you know, as you have that Slack channel and you can engage with us, we're gonna put out there some helpful tips, helpful tips on how to engage better with uh, the AWS team, how to create you know, quality, and validated, um, you know, opportunities so that you can kind of enhance your presence within the, the APO altogether. Uh, so that's just part of our continual engagement with our customers. It also helps us to build the feedback loop into what actually goes into the product. So our product managers are the ones that are engaging with the customers uh, to understand what their experiences are, where they're uh, business operations, their technical operations, their sales operations, how that stuff aligns to the marketplace. 
So Trey, it sounds like you're not looking for those quick sales. You're looking for a long-term engagement to really understand what they're trying to achieve, their target audience and the product and understand also the sales and marketing aspect of it. True customer obsession. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're going to be account-based. So as customers come on board, uh, they will have access to all of the things that we've learned also selling in the marketplace. Uh, they'll join what is really a community of other customers uh, and they'll be able to benchmark against, you know, those best practices. So am I leveraging, you know, the, the partner network? Like what is my aspiration as a, as a marketplace seller? Like there's some organizations that may just sell in the marketplace and they may not have a formal relationship with AWS, but there are others that might understand that, um, the way that marketplaces are growing, the kind of aggregation of the cloud spend into these committed enterprise discount programs or committed spend is really the way that you're going to enable uh, your business to go to the next uh, level. There are some statistics that the marketplace team uh, has shared recently, which you know allow for faster deal sizes, or you know, I'm sorry, uh, faster. Uh, close for deals, larger deal sizes. Those are all things that are important to sellers in the marketplace because they want that marketplace that they're in to enable their business, not just to be a part of a marketplace and not really understand how things work. So we help uh, organizations to understand how these things work, how to make themselves successful. And those are the things that we believe are going to make us successful in the long term. Now you're talking a number of things about sales enablement and actually walking through the customer along with their journey through the marketplace, through uh, CloudSmart and analyzing the data. Some of the things you mentioned for sales enablement is providing the customer with additional information and feedback on some improvements or how to's, or did you know this, here's this, but you also drop those in with around CloudSmart and some of the feature capabilities that you're able to do. Hey, did you know that you're able to view your historic data or, hey, listen, in this map section, it looks like you have a lot of sales in here. Do you want to allocate more to it? How's your sales cycle? What's it look like in, in this section? I like it that you're working directly with the customer to help them improve overall. Yeah, it, that's the only way to earn trust with a customer is to, to walk in their shoes, make some suggestions and learn from each other. Like that's, that's gonna be the biggest thing um, that we have to learn from what our customers want. And in turn, that allows us to build a better solution uh, and to build more capabilities. And that's what we want. So we're not gonna have out of the gate everything that customers want, but over time, we're going to really be able to fine tune uh, to what customers are really looking for, solve some of those pain points uh, and accelerate those opportunities that the customers have. Trey, you said it a couple of times is you might not have some of X capabilities, but the thing that you kind of indicated was, hey, listen, if we don't have it, let us know. We're looking for your feedback. We're building things that you need or you want or you're utilizing. And I like it that you're building the things that will be used and not the things that you think will be used. Oh, absolutely. I, I've, I've seen a lot of software companies that uh, it's like that gym membership that I don't really use. But, you know, there's tons of stuff in there, but 
what are the things that are the most commonly used? Which are the ones that are the most beneficial? And, you know, I know quite a bit, but I don't know everything. You know, my wife easily tells me that. But, um, you know, one of the things is, like, I just, I think that it's important that we listen to what the customers are asking for so that we build that capability because that's going to bring customer delight. Those are the things that are going to bring uh, more usage and better recognition for those customers as they try to build a business in the marketplaces. So we want to help you be successful. And that is why we're here. So Trey, before I wrap things up, and I'm, I'm saying my audience has watched this video and they're, you're, we're talking about Cloud Smart and we've shown them a couple of things. How do I get started? Yeah, so one of the best things to do is to, to engage with us, uh, both on our website, on things like LinkedIn, um, and definitely in the AWS Marketplace. Uh, so there are lots of ways for us to get started uh, together. Let's have a conversation. Uh, if you want to, you can kind of you can just go out there and self-serve, but it'd be best if we have a conversation to see where you are uh, in the marketplace today, what your goals are, and how we can drive towards those things together. And I, you've kind of said, you touched on it, and I find it's really important with the customer obsession is have the conversation first, because you might not be ready for CloudSmart, but you might be ready in three to six months, or, hey, listen, let's start doing this data now. You're not looking for them to say, all right, I'm signed up, let's get you engaged and running, but have that deep conversation of what your long-term goals are. Yeah, for sure. I, I just think that it's not as simple as to put something out there and then say, well, I hope it sells. There's just, there's just no way to do that. Um, the marketplace itself is immense. There's over 2,500 uh, sellers there, and you need things that will differentiate what you bring to the table. Uh, and so in having those conversations up front, you can plan for engagement with uh, your customers, engagement with AWS. If, if, this, if the case fits, engagement with the ecosystem of consulting partners within AWS as well. Uh, or you may find out that there's a new opportunity for you in a field like data exchange. Uh, there's ways that there are these great public data sets that can be used uh, to build out even more um, solutions. So there's lots of ways to engage. The best thing to do is to have that conversation up front, understand what those requirements are, and then let's work together to, to build it out. Trey, I thought of something that CloudSmart does is you might be selling product X, right? And now you're having deep visualization on your entire marketplace and how well it's doing and realize that you might have other capabilities in a new product that you didn't realize or some of the services or some features that you might need to do. But now CloudSmart Insights allows you to visualize it and you can allocate some funding to go invest in that and see the potential. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, if I'm looking at my newfound uh, information and I see a potential that allows me to do that experimentation. So let's go out and use some kind of a sandbox credit, or let's go out there and build something brand new because we have the information that supports that kind of decision. So it's no longer just a guess in the wind. 
it's more actionable, it's more results oriented and it's data driven, right? So I'm not making guesses about the business, I'm making investments. And when I make those investments, I think that that yield could be even better, right? So um, my closure rate may improve, my uh, time to a deal may uh, decrease significantly, right? So I may be able to rapidly turn these things over by looking at these insights and, and gathering a plan. So you have some visualization on instead of throwing something out there and seeing what sticks, you have an idea of what potentially could work and the outcome of it. Yeah, and I think about things like customer acquisition costs. If I can make that customer acquisition cost lower, that's even better. And that's what these insights really do. Uh, I think about things like uh, more mature businesses that might have uh, significant amounts of renewals being able to understand what is a renewal risk and what is something that may convert from, you know, a limited engagement into, you know, a longer term engagement. Those are the kind of metrics that I would really want to look for, you know, as a business owner. And those are the things that we provide with CloudSmart Insights. Trey, is there anything you'd like to leave the audience with around CloudSmart Insights or even AWS Marketplace? Sure. I think all of it is still uh, getting started. It's all uh, very early in that cloud journey. Um, less than 10% of the workloads that are on-prem today have even made that journey into the cloud. The AWS Marketplace makes that process simpler by reducing all the friction in the transaction and being able to provide that, um, that ecosystem. What we do with CloudSmart Insights is we provide visibility into all those things. We provide the actionable insights that are going to lead to a better go-to-market, faster transactions, larger deal size. So those are all the things that uh, produce a good synergy, right? So uh, I'm really excited about it. You know, I will be at all the major events. I'll be at reInvent coming up here soon. Uh, and really looking forward to engaging with people, uh, meeting people, actually just being in, in, in front of people again. It's going to be great. So, um, you know, John, thank you for the time. Being on the, the, the John Meyer podcast has been awesome. It's been a great experience and just really looking forward to everything that's coming up next. Well, Trey, I really appreciate your deep insights into Cloud Smart. Yes, I had to lay that out. Thank you so much for joining the show. Absolutely. Thank you, John. All right, everybody. It's been Trey Vance, Principal Marketplace Architect at Cloud Smart. I really appreciate it. Guess what? This has been the John Meyer Podcast. Don't forget to hit that like, subscribe, and notify because we're out of here. Oh,